Welcome to Imperfect Momming. Our children are constantly looking to us for examples. The term role model doesn't quite cut it here. We are shaping their worldview with every move we make. You see, it's not in the lectures we give or moments where we are actively attempting to teach them. It's in the micro movements we make, the unconscious ways in which we navigate life. We are constantly teaching our children how to show up for themselves, their friends, their future partners, and even their future children. So what can we do to ensure we are raising thoughtful, compassionate, self-aware human beings? We have to become them ourselves. No one is perfect, but we can still all be better, and it starts with self-healing. Let's get to it. and happy mom hour. And if you are listening on the podcast, welcome to Imperfect Momming Podcast. Um, I am coming to you today to um, talk a little bit about a bunch of different things because I had lots of thoughts today. Um, My first thought is that if I sound a little nasally, um, it is because... um, I have a bit of a cold that I'm working on. And so if I um, do sound a little nasally, I apologize. Um, There's also a noise over on my left that is um, a little disruptive. So um, I apologize for feeling a little distracted. Um, If you are a follower of mine on social media, then um, you saw on Saturday, um, in theory, that my son won uh, first place in um, aerodynamics and and at the Science Olympiads, which um, if you've been listening to the podcast a while, you've heard me um, say that I didn't know what science Olympiads was. I didn't know that it existed before my son volunteered to, to join. Um, and it was almost like he immediately regretted it. Like the very first time that if it wasn't the first time, it was the second time I picked him up from, um, from school after practice. And he said that, um, that his teacher was being mean to him and this continued for a long time. And he actually, uh, one of the times, um, got into the car and he said, I quit science Olympiads. And I was like, um, okay, what happened? And, um, you know, it all started from, um, you know, my son likes to ask questions and I've never not answered a question for him. So when he, asked, when his teacher asked him to take his hat off, um, he said, why? And my guess, I haven't actually talked to the teacher, but my guess is that that question triggered him because his response was take it off or go to the principal. Um, so if I'm not mistaken, he continued every time the teacher asked him to take his hat off, he continued to ask why. And um, so he and I have had conversations about that. Like sometimes you just have to do it and you don't get the answer from the person asking you to do stuff. Um, 
like in this situation, that teacher's not going to ever tell you why. He probably doesn't know other than it's a school rule. Um, and um, so, you know, we got to a point where it was a little annoying. Um, you know, the, the teacher was super annoyed by um, Xander's behavior, by Xander's questioning. Um, Xander was annoyed by this teacher and how the teacher was treating him. And so ultimately um, I did when, after he came home and said he quit, I went to the teacher or I'm sorry, the, the, uh, the principal. And um, the, I, I explained to her what I knew of the situation. And, um, and I said that, you know, my son really does want to be on the science Olympiads. He doesn't want to quit. He, um, he just feels like he's not being treated well in the class. And so the principal talked to the teacher and the teacher explained his side. And it was around what I expected that he thought that Xander was um, being disrespectful with asking why. And after the first why, it kind of turns into disrespect. Um, and, you know, but at the same time, he never got his question answered. And so he's a curious kid. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that personally. So um, we did uh, a write an apology letter for, um, for the teacher. And um, I am pretty sure he never got the apology letter. He wasn't there the day that we wrote the letter. So I'm pretty sure that it got lost um, in the, in his backpack or whatnot, never was given to the teacher. So, but when Xander talked to the principal, because the principal talked to the teacher and Xander, which I really appreciate, like, I love this principal so much. I think that she's, every interaction I've had with her, she's really um, handled well. And, and I greatly appreciate uh, that she not only talked to the teacher, but she talked to Xander too. Um, and so when she talked to Xander, he said, I joined Science Olympiads to learn more about science, and we haven't done any of that. And I want to know about aerodynamics. And so he, the, the following uh, practice, they put on videos. And as far as I know, he was happy. Ever since the conversation between the principal and Xander and the principal and the teacher, um, he, st he, I, he wasn't in tears every time I picked him up. So it was really cool. And the best part for me is that all of that, like pain and struggle had a reward at the end. You know, it was, he got first place in, in this um, airplane division. And then he got fifth place in um, something else. And I didn't know he was up for two awards. So um, it was cool that he, he got uh, fifth place as well. Um, so that's what's going on with my kiddo. Um, and, you know, I, I've been traveling. I've been gone from my normal routine. And I don't, I don't enjoy being away from my normal routine. My routine is my routine because I enjoy it. Um, I loved all the traveling that I did, but um, I'm glad to be home. And as you know, when you're gone, 
for any length of time, everything that you would do the way that you do it, the way that you prefer to do it, it's not done that way um, while you're gone. And anytime you go away on a trip, you come back with stuff, you come back with more stuff, usually. Um, and so my house has been in a little bit of disarray. And I sat down on Thursday to write a blog with a writing group that I'm part of. And we always set our intention of what we plan on working on with the group. And then we check back at the end um, to say what we accomplished. And I said, you know, I really want to work on this blog, but my desk is a mess. And what I really want to do is move my printer from farther away from me to right next to my desk on my right side. And um, which if you're watching the video, you can see I did because there's the, the paper tray. And um, I, I gave myself permission to do that because there was a lot of stuff I needed to scan and the stuff isn't going to go anywhere until I scan it. I, that's kind of my system. Um, but if my printer is farther away from me, then I'm less likely to scan because it, it makes it more work to get up and walk to the printer rather than I'm just sitting here and I can reach over and I can put the stuff in the printer. And I ended up taking 30 minutes maybe to not only move the printer, but actually to scan all the stuff and then like clean off my desk. So for me, having a cluttered desk is like the, is, is the worst thing. Like, I don't want to sit here when my desk is cluttered. If I don't want to sit here, I'm not going to want to sit and do my work. So I'm definitely not going to want to sit and write a blog. So um, I allowed myself to, I'm using air quotes here, waste the time to clean my desk. But number one, it, it made me feel so much better to have my desk be clear. And then I ended up writing a blog about the experience. And so what does this have to do with being a mom? Um, I think a lot of times we think about the shoulds. I should do this. I should do that. And we don't allow ourselves to, um, to set ourselves up for, for a win, you know, um, laundry is always a good example for me because everybody has laundry. And as far as I know, nobody likes to do laundry. And so it will get backed up and piled up. And then you just feel like, oh, I haven't done all the laundry. Um, but if you take the time to create a system for the laundry, maybe involve your kids, um, because they need to learn how to do it. Um, I've told Xander, like gravity exists, right? We can't, if, if we want, we can't say, but gravity, I really want to fly. 
And then gravity is going to be like, yeah, cool. Go ahead and fly now, you know, but I, no, but I really, really, really want to fly. It, gravity doesn't care. It's still there. You're still not going to fly. And I, when I told him this is ample, I said, don't talk to me about airplanes because that's not the point. The, the point is that there are some things that we can't change no matter how we want to, no matter how we resist them. Laundry exists. You Laundry is never done because as soon as you're done with all the laundry, unless you're doing it naked, you got more laundry to do. And even if you are doing it naked, it's going to be like you're going to put clothes on eventually. So like that's very short lived. Um, dishes are never done either. But when we create the systems to have them done, then we can stay on top of them. And I have literally calculated how long it takes to do the dishes when you have a dishwasher. And it doesn't take me more than five minutes to unload and load. And it's like, well, we all have five minutes. I know we all have five minutes somewhere. And how I know is that I just uninstalled about 15 video games from my phone. And before that, I had stopped scrolling on Facebook. The only thing I do on Facebook now is I respond to, um, to messages and to, uh, to comments and whatnot. That's the only thing I do on Facebook. I don't scroll at all anymore. And I was really glad that I took away that habit before I took away the video games because I know that it, the Facebook would have just replaced the video games. But I did that because for several reasons, playing the video games was taking me away from being present in the moment. Whenever I was bored, I would just get on my phone and play a video game. And that, there's not a whole lot wrong with that. But what was the problem is that it was spilling into times that I wasn't bored. It was just, it became a habit like, oh, I gotta, I gotta farm the thing. And then like I stopped cross-stitching sometime around, I think October, because we got the new dog and um, she almost destroyed it. And so then I just stopped doing it because I didn't want her to destroy something that I'd spent a year working on. And then because of the video games, I never picked it back up. So anytime I had time where I was a little bit bored or just wanted to zone out a little bit, I used to cross stitch and then I started doing the video games. And I just realized when I was in Canada, I finished my mom's Christmas stocking and it took me maybe three hours. I could have finished it by, by Christmas last year and I didn't. And, um, and that was a huge eye opener that I had just stopped. And so I was filling up this time with something that's not tangible. And 
And I know that when on my deathbed, I'm going to be more proud of the cross-stitch stockings that I made my entire family than I am going to be about the video game and the corn that I harvested. So um, I know I kind of jumped all over the place. I don't know that all of those things uh, tie together, but um, I, I think you can forgive me for a little bit of brain fog. Um, and I, I really do hope that you got a couple of nuggets out of here that that you can apply to your life. Um, and if not, you know, nothing that I say is is gospel. It's just to spark some thoughts in you. Um, and my goal is for you to think about, you know, what's right for you in your life. Um, so I will have another, <clears throat> excuse me, another episode of Imperfect Momming podcast um, will be released on Thursday. And um, We'll see you again for mom happy hour next week. And until then, keep healing. Bye guys. Thank you for tuning in to Imperfect Momming. It's time for us to step up and realize that our power is not in trying to shape our children. Our power lies in shaping ourselves into the people we want our children to model themselves after. Don't just do it for your kids, do it for yourself. When you become a more self-aware, compassionate, and confident person, you and everyone around you benefit. For more information about me and my work, visit alishalyons.com. That's A-L-Y-S-I-A-L-Y-O-N-S.com. See you next time.